Hello there. Oh, hello there. Oh, you beat me to it. All right. We're just, we're off the rails. You know what? I'm going to start it right there and say hello there. It's uh, my name is Mark, and this is episode 80 of Holocron Chronicles. I'm joined by an overzealous special guest who's stealing my hello there and Charlie Curtin. Oh, and yeah, this is, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Ringo here. Watch out for me. You're not. Uh, well, I mean, you didn't try to steal my thunder. So that's uh, all you right. Know, you're off to a great start, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, how you be? Gotta be. I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of this Star Wars renaissance right now. You know, uh, uh, as I told you, I've been, you know, rewatching things. I got through Bad Batch because we got that coming up. And I just started season two of Rebels. So I'm kind of plowing through Rebels. Nice. And I might just keep dialing it backwards after this. It might be the Clone Wars. Uh, and then under the shorts. And then I'm all out of, then I, I might go back and watch Droids. No, I'm not going to do that. Droids is awful. <laughs> Couldn't make it through <laughs> 10 minutes special, of one episode. Yeah. Movies. Yeah, you're good. Oh, uh, no, no, no. But it's all there, though. That's, I mean, that's the beauty of the streaming world. Yeah, aside and the holiday special, I think. Yeah. You know, it's on Disney uh, Plus, everything. Yeah. Right. But, but, but even segments of that are there because they pulled the, the Boba Fett segment out of there because they thought, right. oh, this is this is kind of watchable. Mm, maybe. Uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I've been I've been feeling the jam. And of course, we've got Bad Batch coming up. I'm bummed because I won't be with you next time because uh, I'll be on the cruise. The end of the, oh, yeah. My, yeah, my wife and I take a cruise, the Star Trek cruise last year. It ported out of uh, L.A. where uh, oh. Jedi Mama, if I would have known you at that time, we, we could have we could have connected and have a drink or something. But this time <laughs> we're down in Florida and it's to the Caribbean. But but when we get back, we get off the boat and we go directly to Galaxy's Edge. My wife is doing that yes. for me for my birthday. Uh, belatedly, my birthday is Feb 23. This will be March 1st. But yeah, I'm going there and I, I want to build a saber. I'm going to build a saber that fits my leitmotif of uh, having a guardian saber like Luke did in the Star Wars uh, comics that Marvel is currently publishing. Before he transitioned into his Return of the Jedi look with the green saber that he built, he had found a yellow saber that he used throughout the, most of those comics. So I want to have one to go with that. And then he had a look that just kind of builds upon some other elements I already, I already have. So that's my... Uh, that's my that's my plan for new cosplay, and then turning my hair do blonde you, again. Uh, I do guess. You have, do you have a plan for your original crystal? Because the original ones that you pick for your build do not include yellow. You're gonna have to buy the yellow crystal. Oh. At so you're gonna Get have you. to make a decision. My okay. my suggestion for you is to see if the experience is the same. Because I okay. still swear that they shined a green light on my face. And apparently the room was pitch black and, you know, like they say, close your eyes and like see the color and whatever. And I was like, oh, there's a green light just shining on my face. And there it was dark and I have no idea what happened. Uh, so see what <laughs> that's happens. How the, that's how they get you. The yellow the, crystal they're they're selling the sizzle, not the steak. That's how they're getting you. That's, that's the stuff. Uh, <laughs> We've, we've got it. And, and like I said, overzealous, stealing my hello there. But uh, we are super happy to welcome <laughs> back Jedi Mama on the show. Uh, how you doing? Me back. Yeah. How am I doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about these comics. Thank you for making me read Excellent. them. <laughs> you bet. Yes. Reading is fundamental. Or as uh, Todd and I went through this exercise when we recorded our, our uh, comics uh, Patreon show over the weekend, there was an old chant uh, from the California Raisins, maybe you'll appreciate this being a California native, uh, that went, books, check them out. 
if you grew up in the 80s. I don't know. You know what? He said that. And then anytime you talk to Todd, you can expect like two or three YouTube clips afterwards. I'm like, okay, great. Really very uh, racially insensitive uh, thing from the uh, about rap music from the California Raisins. I, I don't, you know, I don't want to talk about it anymore. It was, it was upsetting. In its own way, so. The California Raisins had some good stuff though. Um, yes. Chuck, I can't wait to hear your, your experience for Galaxy Z. Have you read the book? uh that, that ties uh, in no it's it, it's a prose novel so it's a novel novel i assume yeah. not a comic or an audiobook okay yeah. i have not I, mean, but I, 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 but I, but I, I could listen to the audiobook on the plane on the way down to florida so the audiobook's okay. a definite an option um, okay but there's little things throughout galaxy's edge that you'll be able to like point out and be like oh that's in the book oh this is in the thing i know why that scratch is there or that bullet i uh, i remember yeah. mark and, and stuff it's 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 interesting uh, yeah I remember you had said that, that there was a lot of little finite details like, oh, well, you know, 100 years ago and so-so got shot here and it bounced off his armor and it hit the wall over there. It was that, that kind of thing is, yeah, is kind of how you described it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes, I will. I will do that when we're done here. I'll snag that audio book and perhaps I'll just listen to it as I'm uh, doing chores tomorrow. So that's that's awesome. Good suggestion. I like Perfect. it. Uh, Natalie, where we're on Galaxy's Edge, you you live close to Disneyland. Have you, have you spent... A decent amount of time there have you have you done any cool like build saber droid anything like that no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Sucks. um i've been but i really have not spent enough time there and um right. both times that i did visit once here and once in florida i was pregnant each time so i didn't get to like i feel like i just didn't get a lot so out the, of it. there's a, no pregnancy no, rule on the millennium falcon they're like oh hyperspeed might give your kid a third arm or something you're out of here yeah. yeah i was just shooed away just like no yeah you gotta no uh, on board get out of here you go you must go now <laughs> yeah. um but no i'm definitely looking forward to going we're probably gonna be going to disney soon actually probably next month um so i'm really hoping to spend some time there and awesome just, yeah just maybe stay the night and hide. Yeah. And hide. <laughs> they seem to be a little bit more lenient in California for like doing like like cosplays or like Disney bounds and stuff like that. Like in oh, Florida, yeah. apparently they're a little yeah. strict of like my, don't yeah, look my, like a character, don't look my, like yeah. you're in Star Wars. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, my wife was checking California that out and more fun. And I got yeah, I got a link about yeah, this is what bounding is, or whatever. So you can, you know, they show some girl in an R two D two dress or whatever. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna wear an R two D two dress. But oh, may, you know, maybe I'll wear one maybe I'll wear this shirt at some point, you know, and represent us down there mm -hmm. and then i have various you know uh stuff you know i have my patch vest with all the different star wars and star trek patches on it so maybe i'll go that route but yeah so um, like you can't you can't wear like a ray cosplay when you go there right, right? like right they're, they're right gonna be like no so yeah which is a, a, a bummer because one of the costume nights on the Star Trek cruise is the holodeck night, and April and I are doing uh, General Han and old, or Gen General uh, Han, me, old man Han, and then and then General Leia, her, not old. Um, so we already have Star Wars costumes packed in our luggage. So, but yes, can't, don't don't want to don't want to offend the Disney gods and get bounced out, get get shot by some first order stormtroopers. That's not going to work. Yeah, yeah they, ruin they the experience. One of yeah. One of the few nights that they allow people to dress up, they just had recently. It was just like a Ahsoka day. Oh um, my! And they they allowed people in full, like I'm talking full armor cosplay and stuff. It was oh, really, wow. really uh, cool. Nice. From, from based on the pictures, I wasn't there, obviously. Yes. Um, 
But uh, yeah, we're we're like just going off the rails talking about Galaxy's Edge, and we haven't all right. even done like the housekeeping stuff of talking about our Patreon, Charlie. Oh okay, goodness you gracious! Do us the honors, and I um, gotta I'm gonna have to sing for my people. supper. Well, if you are a regular listener to this show or the other three programs that we have on the Secret Friends Unite Network, you know that we have a great Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash/SecretFriendsUnite, where we have additional content. I had been talking uh, about how our uh, myself and our shared partner Todd Oxtra do a show called Spinnerack, which is about comics. Uh, I have a show on there that I enjoy anyway, called The Facts of Geek Life, where myself and a guest. Uh, take a classic genre series we take a season of that series uh and we grab uh three or four episodes and talk about it uh we've done everything from buck rogers to new battlestar galactica to buffy the vampire slayer to sequest dsv a show from the 90s uh our, my, my regular partner jen watts and i are going to record one of those tomorrow so we have a good time and it is easy to try it out by visiting that website you do get a seven day free trial uh to do that but uh we do have some folks that we always like to pay homage to uh, who are our top tier folks uh, who make it possible for us to make that happen. Uh, on the Friends with Benefits level, John Sedorf, the awesome Phoenix Sisters cosplay, Brendan Myers, friend of the show Matthew Keel, and Corey in HD. The BFF level is Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, the wonderful Nias family of the Twin Cities, and my friend Missy Merchant. So we're very grateful for all of you. Thank you for what you do for us. Again, uh, if you're listening to this on our regular feed, please visit patreon.com slash secret friends unite snag yourself a free trial listen to the content and if you like it stick around because uh we would love to have you on board love to have you on board this the, the friendship train that's a toot toot i don't know i know that just came to me yeah your warp whistle remember your warp whistle wasn't that your old show warp whistle there you go bring warp whistle i will I definitely actually I'm just gonna insert that sound that sound clip like randomly throughout this episode. Um and Nintendo fans are just like, yeah, anyone else? Yeah. Like, oh my god. You get enough of that with Todd. Um if you don't want to uh or or can't or whatever, you choose not to uh to to throw some some dollars our way over on Patreon, you can always help us out by subscribing and liking things over on YouTube share with a friend, all that kind of stuff helps people find the show and, uh, and, you know, hopefully enjoy what they're listening to. So lots of ways to support us, uh, both financially through Patreon or otherwise. So we appreciate it all. Spiritually um, and emotionally. We are very that grateful. Is it. Um, so t- to show you how off the rails we went instantly, now is the time that I had in my show notes to introduce Natalie. So that's, uh, oh, we're going to skip past that. We're toast. We already asked you all of the Star Wars questions last time, and that yeah. that was not that long ago. So hopefully people can go back and listen to that one, find out your Star Wars origin. But is there anything exciting with like your your content, your channel? What have you been up to lately that you want to update people who, you know, like might be listening? To, 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 like, oh yeah, what's you up to? No, I'm just boring. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, um, um. Well. I've done more Padme cosplays, so there's oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. so nice, so yeah. awesome. I, oh, I yeah. really, and, and I'm like, that kind of just coincided with the 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 anniversary. I didn't plan that <laughs> at all. So I was like, oh, that was actually pretty good timing. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to just do all of her iconic looks if I can, because I just really like her. So 
Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Totally. Excellent. I love it. No, it's it's great stuff. It's spectacular. Top Thank shelf. You. Top shelf for <laughs> sure. Awesome. Anything fun that you have like planned that you want to give us a sneak peek at what you have in or just like, you know, we'll we'll get it when we see it. Um I'm actually hoping to also cosplay Leia at some point. Some of her Ooh. looks as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. I'm just awesome. Yeah. And uh I don't know. I Nothing else. No. <laughs> you just have to wait and see. I don't even know. <laughs> when it happens, you'll know. Yeah. That's when it happens, you, you'll right see. after you know. Yeah. Even if you don't know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Very much how I operate too. It's just like I come up with yeah. something. like the 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 Daredevil Jedi. That was just yeah. like, hey, this is. And I was watching Daredevil on Disney Plus um, after Echo, and I was like, okay. I want to go back and watch Daredevil. And I saw like the the you know thing i use the bandana i use for my hair yeah. it's like mm-hmm. that's kind of like daredevil-esque color i could probably yeah. do that all right let's yeah. cover my eyes and take some pictures that was fun <laughs> yeah. um yeah. It's, but it's happening it's okay, happening yeah i mean i actually so with it not being related to star wars i actually do really want to cosplay Catwoman. um and oh, i don't cool. really know which version yet though so i'm like i'm all over the place with that but um yeah her her whole aesthetic is just very fun yeah without <laughs> so, a doubt yeah um i'm like i kind of want to learn how to use a whip so (laughs) (laughs) i have one of those for my for my indiana jones uh cosplay which is uh you know kind of an evergreen one for me but i i I do not try to somebody when a cosplay group i used to be in said that i tried to whip them and i'm like yeah i'm pretty sure that uh if I don't remember it happening, nor would I ever have a reason to do it, that I did not try to whip you. I bumped into somebody with the whip on my shoulder. So, you know, that's just not a very family-friendly thing to do. That's not why he yeah. had the whip. It was not sexual. I know. You. It's very, it's not, it's not super, um, like, mom life. Uh, right. Having a, having a whip. Well, you know, I, just, Might be I don't know. Do the, uh, all shapes yeah. and sizes, my friend. All shapes and sizes. There's a Star Wars spin on that and, and do um, – because who else? Uh, Master Allen, who was just on the show recently as well, had a, a lightsaber whip on yes. his sword, so you could actually that, insert that, that into. Actually, uh, came from uh, the old old Marvel comics, which we're going to talk about one of the newer ones tonight. But yeah. the Marvel comics that I grew up on back in, in the back in the seventies, okay. there was a uh, a kind of a quasi uh, female Sithish character, like a precursor to. Uh, What's her face? Asajj Ventress. Yeah. Uh, that was called either it was Lady Sheba or Lady Shiva, and she had like kind of like a like a almost like a circuit board looking kind of outfit, and she had this electrical whip. So I will find you guys an image. I'll even maybe I'll share that on our Discord. Um, but yeah. there is a very very clear cover image where she's fighting Luke, and you see her kind of. Uh, with the whip back like this is really, really pretty fantastic. I will, they, I will, brought I will that dig into it canon up with, uh, with some high Republic stuff like that's, oh, okay. that's not even legends anymore. It's, it's officially canon with, uh, with some of the high Republic. So, um, Good deal. yeah, lightsaber yeah. whips. You're a thing. That, so you could yeah. do like a cool crossover of you know, the, yeah. lightsaber whip. That'd be badass. That High Republic is something, Mark, I remember when you and I started the show 80 episodes ago, we were we were talking about a lot of content that we just kind of touched on. And the High Republic was one that we read a little bit of here, a little bit there. And I, that was now almost four years ago. And I'm t- they're still making them. I thought when yeah. it first came out, I thought it was a miniseries. And they're just, they're on their third or fourth volume now. So I, mm-hmm. with the benefit of Marvel Unlimited, which is, you know, and, and Comixology, which is how we, we read this book that we're going to talk about. I just, I got homework to do. I just, I just got to buckle right <laughs> down and do some reading. Because I used to, you know, I used to read every night before bed. That was my thing. And mm-hmm. you get away from it and you just got to 
kind of kind of get yourself back into the the habit so yeah. i want to do that but yeah high republic that's a that's a good goal and it's something that we could talk about in the future not that i want to pump up you know the second half of our show too much we want to get there organically but uh but yeah we're doing something kind of crazy and new that is related to comic books tonight so i will say no more okay. yeah yeah we'll get there very soon but uh first we we already kind of mentioned it so we might as well jump right in uh some some News that just came up a couple of days ago, Phantom Menace is back in theaters for, uh, they're saying May 4th, but it's actually hitting theaters like May 3rd. 3, 4, I think 5. Is the official 3, 4, 5. Three, that that three, weekend. Three, four, five. Yeah, because it's so a that, Friday, that's Friday Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. 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 So it will be in there for May, May 4th if you want to celebrate Star Wars Day. Uh, very quickly, are you guys excited for this are you going to try to see it i'm hoping it hits my theater i'm very doubtful it will yeah but uh charlie are you are you going to try to get out and see this i have no doubt that it will hit our theaters because we have two we have we have a big regional chain and then we have a a slightly smaller regional chain so i feel like it'll definitely hit one of them but yeah i'll go i mean i'm not the world's greatest fan of episode one i mean i i yeah i saw it seven times in the theater back in 1999 i'm not gonna lie to you um me and uh and uh my ex-wife she was a huge fan she loved jar jar Binks. so if you can tell that's why maybe maybe that's why we're not together anymore i don't know uh <laughs> no it's definitely the reasons no love for jar jar oh but it was um i mean it was a big you know the movie was a big big deal because yeah. uh we hadn't had an original star wars film and you know in over 15 years uh everybody was you know sizzling from having the original trilogy re-released in the special editions just a couple of years earlier um so this was a very big deal because the star wars mythos was gonna just take this jump forward and like i said i'm not the biggest fan but it's funny something that i talk about a lot is that looking at star wars is a lot like looking at episodes of star trek maybe that i don't love so much there's there's a there's a bit or a piece or a scene or a character development so if you took nothing out of episode one but the pod race which was fantastic and the duel of the fates do you need anything else the rest of it can be ah it's some padding and filler and you know natalie portman's hot that's great but you know i mean come on uh but duel of the fates I, you know, up, certainly up until that point, when it came to lightsaber content, what do we have? Oh, Darth Vader lurching around and Obi-Wan and Kenobi out of my hip. And then Luke, <laughs> Luke doing some flips and stuff that, and Yoda's a puppet. And, but this was, you know, this was a big deal. This was getting to see the, yeah. the, Jedi, the Jedi council and different Jedi and Samuel L. Jackson, who's back in the news this week. I don't know if you saw this headline that he's like, Mace isn't dead. I want to bring me back. Who the hell messes with Samuel L. Jackson? You know that shit's times. I love you know that shit's gonna go down. You know, yeah, he's gonna be, you know, one arm mace. You know, yeah, Popeye the Sailor Man. Just watch out. Uh, but yeah, I feel if like it'll Breath come. Maul yeah. can survive getting cut in half. Yeah, like, I mean, the robot hand it ain't no thing in Star Wars. Luke had, you know, several, and it's not a big deal. Um, so yeah, we'll probably go see it April, and I will go see it, and we'll probably cosplay as well. So I mean, why nice. wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah big time. Natalie, with yourself, uh, inclination to go see it? Is is this one at like, where's this rank for you? Um, Considering I've literally never, I, I I didn't get to see them in theaters at all as a kid. No, oh, oh okay. Nothing. So, but you, wow. I've never seen a single Star Wars movie in theaters. Wow. wow. Uh, sequels, nothing. Wow, okay. Nothing. So I'm like, fuck yes, I'm doing this. <laughs> 
And okay. I definitely want nice. to cosplay. And hopefully, well, yeah. you, have, you have all your Padme, so you could go yeah. and then maybe you'll pop out into the restroom and come back and wear a different one. Go in right? there, do, do the do <laughs> the, the makeup, and, and you do the makeup, and you have the big headdress thing. You're like, hold on, I'm going to go blocking gonna, everybody's view in the theater. Yeah, I'm going to change into the, the purple one from the end of the movie. That'll be like, oh, on my feet. I'm glad I'm sitting down because man, there's nothing. The worst part of cosplay in any kind is the footwear. I'll tell you, you know, oh, yeah. without a doubt, especially being at being at a con, you know because my wife and i we run a, a star trek fan club and we do shows and we're on our feet you know six eight hours in those boots oh it's tough oh, no. anyway but no. i digress no. um but yeah um, no it's definitely awesome. a must for me i feel like it would be silly not to go yes um, so hopefully i can get out and do that with three kids yeah. i don't know how it's gonna happen but it's tough yeah i um yeah, I got like movie passes uh, from from my my brother in law for Christmas, and still have not gone to see a movie. I at all. The, it's just like and that's uh, one kid, like three. It's kind yeah. of just like yeah. Just how do I see this? Yeah. Well, I mean, um, in, in fairness, there's not been anything to see because April and I've been out to the movies a couple true. of times, and there's been nothing true, great, true. you know. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, there's stuff coming. There's stuff coming up. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm very hopeful that like if this goes, I'm going full on like I will go full on Obi Wan or something like yeah, you just show up like dressed like this with a lightsaber. I don't care. Let me go see Phantom Menace. I want to see this in theaters again. I remember seeing this the first time, being so excited and just like, man, that was it was like right after like right after my aunt got me into Star Wars. Like it was like, right, yeah, yeah. the perfect time. Right, I watched those original ones. I got the VHS myself and then it was like, Oh, the special editions are going in theaters. Like what? This is amazing. And then there's new ones. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm very excited to like relive that and, and go and see that again. That's hopefully um, that that comes here. We'll see. Um, I'm even like potentially willing to travel a little bit for that one. I, I gotta, I gotta see what the closest theater it shows up in. Like, yeah. You know that that might be a couple hour drive or something, but like worth it. I, I want to yeah, see yeah, Star Wars totally. In the theater, so. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, also coming out a little sooner, and we're going to be talking about this again. Charlie, you mentioned this. You're going to be away. I know it's going to be tough. Batch, but the Bad Batch season three comes out one week from when people are listening to this yes. episode. Also, for anyone listening on Wednesday, Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we love that you're spending part of your Valentine's. <laughs> with us here Bad. um you know and we, we know that we love should have prepared works. oh yeah. man we should Le- what's your love favorite me, yeah yeah <laughs> does anyone never have like a star favorite wars, star wars you. pickup yeah. line oh anyone? boy or all the double on for... episode four you know hey you came in that you're braver than i thought or uh, <laughs> uh curse my metal body i wasn't fast enough i you know what i was gonna say was love never works out in star wars it mm. seems mm. but love definitely works out amongst star wars fans because you know I, we all probably yeah. have spouses to some degree who tolerate our love of star wars and that's a good thing <laughs> yeah absolutely. it can happen to you it can happen absolutely. to you friend if, you, and if not you're looking for love in alderaan places oh there you go there there's you go. your nailed it there you um, go I was t- do or do not there is no try <laughs> <laughs> that was like i'm never coming back here again yeah. um i'm out actually thank you thank yeah. you so much. 
That's good. I'll show, it's been I'll, a show my, Thank you. I'll show myself out of my own uh, room in my own house. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but leaves the camera on, so it's just staring at this wall of stickers. Yeah. Uh, there's some. There's some pretty great stickers. So bad. Bad Batch season three comes out one week from when this episode drops. I want to hear predictions for the season. Do you think like? Okay, spoiler for anyone who hasn't finished season two, skip forward like two minutes because we're going to be talking full spoilers right now. Uh, so we need like, yeah, like two minutes and then come back and we'll, we'll be talking about some comic books. Okay, you ready? Have you skipped? Stop listening if you have. Okay, good. Uh, all right. Is tech really dead? Nah. Uh, are no. we going to see other deaths? What? So first off, any any other predictions? What? Uh, you know, Natalie, let's start with you. Any predictions or what you want to see for season three, the final season? I uh, I don't know. There's so much. I this is considering that we're not going to get like a lot of Star Wars content for a while. It seems like. Um, yeah. This has to be like the most jam-packed season of Bad Batch. I hope so. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing Ventress, obviously, and like what she's going to be doing, what is happening with her. Um, and just like, yeah, how they plan on rescuing Omega. Um, I, I just, I can't wait. It's going to be good. I'm really yeah. excited. Yeah, the Ventress reveal was huge, Charlie. I know, and what's what's going on with that hair too? She's I got know, that, I love she's got it. Got that Karen do? I don't like <laughs> it. It's like, she's no, gonna she's gonna chop you up, and then she's gonna want to talk to your manager about these expired coupons. <laughs> oh no, she's got the That's Karen. Exactly yeah, it. yeah. Oh, no. oh my god. Yeah. Well, I read I read a, a theory which uh, I think would fit the bill that uh, that Echo. I always mix up Tech and Echo. Which one of the one did we see going? Was that tech or was tech. that echo? Yeah, that was tech. That it, it's going to turn into kind of a Bucky Barnes Winter Soldier uh, situation. Oh. That that yeah, that bad geneticist dude who's what's his name Blackburn or Blackthorn or Black Toast. <laughs> I don't know. He's a bad guy. <laughs> okay. Um, that he uh, he's gonna you know totally uh, he's gonna totally uh, you know Arnim Zola him and he's gonna be experimenting it and turning into some kind of crazy killer and turn him against the guys and it could oh. be this big mystery and i feel that you know we're on the 21st we're getting a drop of three episodes I'm, I'm i will be able to see those before we take off for california and we're on the boat and we're not really watching shows and stuff um i get the feeling it's probably purposeful dropping three at once because something like maybe the at the like last moment of that third episode is going to be big deal. pull the mask off and there you go it's it's mm. it's tech that's yeah. that's oh. my vibe that he they'll, they'll be this mysterious creature wreaking havoc and they're trying to catch up with them and it's standing between them and omega it looks like you know we've got a time jump of about a year so they've been like trying to find omega to to no avail um but yeah like let's say they're right on the cusp of our guys are in there and they're right on the cusp of rescuing omega and crosshair and there's this masked figure standing in their way and at the last moment he yanks off the mask like an episode of scooby-doo and it's tech <laughs> Yeah. And he's just, but he's got a goatee because you know you have a goatee when you're evil, uh, like Spider. Kill me! Right? I mean, oh, that'll straight up kill me. That's that's yeah. my that's my straight up, very safe, easy to work with uh, prediction. We'll see I, what happens. I would almost rather that he stays dead than like become some sort of like machine, right. half machine, bad guy mind. Like, like 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 Anakin like like Anakin because yeah. no. except, except for with Anakin obviously it was retroactive because we knew him as Vader first and then dialed him back and he was a 
he was a, he was a, he was an obnoxious kid and then he was an insufferable teenager and then you kind of liked him because you saw clone wars but in the end of it okay but i digress <laughs> yeah. um and we've even seen that with the team before like with with kind of echo like they were using him for some stuff you know it was like and he was you know turned more machine than man or, or yeah you know, to, to made to interface with like oh shit I feel like because uh, no, we've already gone down I'm that like, avenue with him, maybe they yeah, wouldn't yeah. do that. Um, just because that yeah. might be a little redundant. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I that was hard to see. Yeah. Tech, that was really sad. Yeah, uh, he did. But, he did. The, he did I, the big. Uh, he did the big trust fall. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it was a tough. I, one. Uh, I'm gonna throw out from my prediction. I would just, and I say this for everything. It's like it's gonna be a running joke on the show. I want to see Cal Kestis. I did like <laughs> sure why not? Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> throw like, him in there somewhere. In something else like he's we like, such we, a great we, character. We don't yeah. have you in live action yet, but we got you in this cartoon, so it's a step closer, right? <laughs> it's it's yeah. not so a video game. Closer. That's it. I mean, it's crazy because uh, like literally, it's it's him. They could just yeah, put him right in. exactly. <laughs> and you know, the, I mean, the the thing is, uh, it might be a smarter move for them to kind of inch him into it because video games are i mean they're big but they're they're more niche than than cartoons are with the main thing potentially being live action and that's how people uh think of star wars so potentially moving him out of the video games into the into the cartoon realm which is more more accessible uh Mm -hmm. for people that don't play video games but everybody's got disney plus and then from there okay now we're going to move him into a show now you're going to see him in you know ahsoka season two or the you know mandalorian whatever or whatever comes next you know what i mean so yeah yeah, that could be yeah so how would how would cal fit in because how does he's still pretty he's still pretty uh, young he's a little fella yeah, timeline wise, the second game fits into Obi Wan's timeline. See, so, yeah, so we're way, we're still way before because we're right now. This season well, would be like, three, like like would be like uh, Revenge of the Sith plus three years, maybe because what season? Yeah, one, so two, but three. but that's a perfect opportunity for them to help him get to uh, Braga, the the scrapping planet that he starts off in in oh, okay. Jedi Survivor. Like someone had to help him get there. So as he's a child laborer, he's like a he's like a twelve year old pickaxe uh, working on the railroad. Yeah, yeah, and then he goes and starts taking a, a part, child labor uh, laws in the in the empire. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. But it gets to work. It's okay. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, do you guys predict any other like major deaths? Do you think all the Clone Force ninety nine is going to make it out, or do you oh. think or want a happy ending for season three? How's well? I mean. The easiest way, and it doesn't necessarily mean the best way, is for them to all go the way of Rogue One. Um, because again, these are characters that we don't see again. And it was interesting, I was reading on Wikipedia earlier this evening, because I was reading about the clones. They get a reference in the, in the canonical material uh, from uh, 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 Admiral Holdo, who we met in The Last Jedi, in something she was writing, and she compared them to an elite squadron of stormtroopers, which are also from the comics, but referred to them very much in the past tense, mm-hmm. uh, in so much that they're not around anymore, but, y- you know, you just don't know. Uh, there's that persistent 
rumor that in Return of the Jedi, the of the rebel commandos, the guy with the white beard uh, at the at the shield door was Rex, but it's never really been. I'd have to go back and you know don't quote me on this, but I'd have to go back and double check. But I don't know if that's ever been officially confirmed. But I that th- is, I think, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're considered canon, but I think there's been a couple of books that mentioned Rex as that character. But I I would have to check. Like yeah, it, dep- check it, if it, that's it, officially it depends official, on if know? it was you know published after I think 2014, which is the official yeah. canonical beginning of everything because of because of the mouse, the mouse. Yes, Natalie, where do you think this is going to end up? I kind of have to agree with the Rogue One approach, honestly, because it's like. I don't I don't see it happening and a happy ending for sure. I don't I don't yeah. see that actually. Um which sucks. <laughs> yeah. They're all awesome. Um so but yeah. I, but I mean <laughs> the the Clone Wars itself was a bummer. Yeah. So how could anything that's a sequel to it also not be a bummer you know what i mean because the, the whole clone war the whole clone wars was a big ponzi scam you know what i mean because it was just i set it up in order 66 pew, 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 and then uh, hey i won and turn yeah. off all the droids yeah so it was just palpatine he's a he's a mad dog <laughs> yeah i personally i can't wait to see this show spill into live action as well yeah um, speaking of cal Kestis, but like i want to see tomorrow morrison in a blonde wig with the Omega <laughs> accent, I just that is oh, you're gonna, gonna, you're me. gonna make Natalie uh, spit out her drink. Watch out! Yeah, yeah no, please, I don't want that to happen. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> do a little de aging and give him, you know, you know, give him curves and everything, so he's a grown up Omega, kind of like <laughs> a, like Bugs Bunny in a dress kind oh, of yeah. thing going on here. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my um, god! I really, I really do hope that we see at least a couple of them get kind of a happy ending because they seemed so happy. Um, I the the name of the planet and the the place is escaping me, but they kind of settled there and they had that yeah. You know, the, Pabu. The it was Pabu. See, I remembered houses, something. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, there you go. Um, and you know, like I think there's a way that they can do that. Go some like outer rim or hide somewhere. Almost like always, the other clones did, right? Always like hiding the outer rim, right? They, you then know, that they, way, they that- if, if there's a possibility that like they're hiding somewhere, then they can be brought back in some way. So, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just like you know, like Gregor and the crew, like they were they were on that sand crawl. I was watching, thing, like, I was watching that episode them, right? right before I came down here. I was watching that one. Yeah. So yeah, they were they were walking around on the ATST thingy in the desert looking for worms or whatever. It's, it's a peaceful life. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm hoping that a couple, but I am expecting some, uh, some other major that de- I don't think we're going to get the full squad in there, but uh, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, and we only have one week to wait for the, at least for a couple no. episodes. So I can't wait to come back and talk about it on the show. And because there's nothing else going on, we're not going to have to break up and get friend force 99 back right. and do yep. like a spinoff show of this just for bad batch. Cause no last time we off. had to deal with, what was it last time? Mando, and bad it, batch it, yeah exactly yeah and we couldn't wow. we couldn't figure to we cram it all into it. one 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 hour segment so yeah we yeah. we and then we we broke it up and it was you me and, and k we don't work with k that yeah. much anymore but we all recorded separately and then mark slaved it together and he played this imaginary pitch man like and charlie what did you think and then my segment would play and k what did you think and <laughs> so yeah it was it was, yeah, pre- it, was, it, was it was it was pretty fun it was pretty fun approach 
Um, but we won't have to do it this time. We're going to have to you know, like be able to talk about it like this. Um, right. But before we can do that, we wanted to take a little interlude and do something a little different. Charlie, I'm super happy that you brought this up as the first comic. I don't think it's going to be the last comic that we cover. Oh, yeah. Because like Natalie said earlier, there ain't much after Bad Batch this yeah. year. Well, Unless we, we get we, some like a surprise I mean, drop of something. We are supposed to get skeleton crew in the out Al- Al- the else Al- i can't say the name of the show acolyte, Al- acolyte. yeah i thought acolyte. those were confirmed for 24 i i thought i guess we'll have to go back and yeah we're not we're, we not, we're kind of dates we have like windows yeah. but so, yeah but still um, we we you know we 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 publish this show 26 times a year so uh so we kind of squeeze them so what's nice about the comic content is it's not only is it ongoing uh but it's also canonical so it does tie into everything else that you're gonna see mm-hmm. um so so a brief history if i might of disney marvel comics star wars content so the very first now considered canonical from the star wars continuity group or, or that lucasfilm continuity group uh was uh in january of 2015 i remember because i picked it up and there was a comic shop uh, in downtown grand rapids where i live because i worked just up the street and picked it up uh and launched uh from there a regular monthly series which ran 75 issues and they they and it was the period between episode four and episode five they ended it they started it again post episode five and that's the series that's going on now but they published a couple of original titles dr afra who's a great character that gets introduced in what we're going to talk about and this title that is the focus of what we're talking about which is just a solo darth vader story that focuses on kind of his own adventures and misadventures and doing stuff behind the emperor's back but it also uh, much like you know, kind of the the coda to the story we read that that final scene uh, where this mm-hmm. one character shows up and makes a big reveal to Vader that he didn't know before. That's something that was in, uh, that happened in an issue of uh, of that main Star Wars comic. So very intermingling, and there were you know crossover miniseries, but just overall the continuity. I wouldn't say it was super tight because again there's a lot of controversy in star Wars in general that when Disney took over, they just kind of flushed the toilet on 95% of the EU stuff that had been going on since the seventies, uh, because so much of it was contradictory. Uh, so much of it was just, just crappy. Uh, and some of it was great. And we've been you know, fortunate that little bits and pieces of that, like, like Thrawn, for example, have been worked back in, to to what's continuity albeit in a different way because the whole thrawn thing was in the novels was was post ot where this was or thrawn was character in rebels which was Mm pre-ot but anyway um so yeah so mark and i were talking about this several months ago i said what are we going to do when we don't have any content and i I, i'm 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 in the same place over on code 47 which is why we have a new segment there where we kind of do a random episode that we we do a deep dive into a single episode that we pick from the roll of a dice um because there's now 900 episodes to choose from of, of all star treks so that's pretty easy to do um so we did this so I, I started talking to mark about this several months ago and i started just building a spreadsheet and i said here's you know some easy to read arcs that you can get off comiXology or alternately you can get off of marvel unlimited both of which obviously you know i use for the material that that oxford and i talk about on on over on secret friends um and we picked one and i thought i thought going with vader would be a great way to go so it's the first six issues of that title which i believe was first published in my tablet diet 20 yeah either 20 yeah 2015 so really concurrently with um the other title that i was talking about so 
Oh, that's a lot of talking for me. So, Mark, back to you. Hey, Secret Friends Unite, let me tell you about Zencaster. We use them for our show, and now they're supporting us. Zencaster is now the all-in-one solution making podcasting easy. It's the ultimate web-based podcasting solution. It provides high-quality audio and video podcast production and hosting. With a full suite of professional tools, podcasters can seamlessly record, produce, and publish studio-quality content all from one dashboard. Being a creator has never been easier. And we chose Zencaster because of the ease of use, uh, high quality output, and we it makes it super easy for our guests to come on. Uh, we had multiple solutions we tried before, and Zencaster has just been the best fit for us. Why Zencaster? It's now super easy to record a podcast with Zencaster. Log in using your browser and start recording a high quality podcast right away. Record studio quality sounds and up to 4K video with your guests. Feel a sense of Zen knowing Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality, even if the connection is unstable. Have you ever worried what you sound like? Zencaster's post-production process makes you sound buttery smooth. It automatically removes those ums and ahs in your recording. It removes those awkward pauses in conversation too. Set the right podcast loudness and levels while reducing background noise with the click of a button. So if you're interested in making an easy, high-quality podcast just with the click of a browser button, go to Zencaster.com slash SFU and use our code SFU. You'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. Now back to the show. Yeah. All right. So uh, basically for this, yeah, we read volume one. Um, I think I had read most, if not all of the issues or at least a few of these way back, I think when they were first kind of released. Um, But it was really cool to revisit. So first off, I just want to get some like general overall thoughts on this one. We'll we're again, we're going full spoilers for this one. From here on, if you want to read these comics and find out what the big reveal is and you don't want us to spoil it, thank you for listening. Come back afterwards and we'll discuss yes. all of this. Um, but for, for right now, we're, we're discussing the first six episodes. So that's Vader Volume 1. Um, and I just want to get some overall thoughts on what you thought about these six issues, this full collection, the story arc, when it takes place. Like, Did you feel like they picked a good spot? Is it a story worth telling? Natalie... Let's jump in with you. What were your overall thoughts? Um, yeah, no, I really liked it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was like kind of like an intimate, you know, like a little bit, I don't want to say slow, but it was just like a way to kind of, I don't know. It, it felt like there was so much detail crammed into just those six issues. So I'm like, wow, yeah. it, felt, it felt like there was a lot there. And like you mentioned, Dr. Afra, I'm like, I've never heard of this character at all. Oh. And I'm like, I love her right off the bat. I'm like, I want to know more about her. I want to, you know, I I, I want to see where this goes. I haven't read the rest of these, obviously. But um, yeah, I'm definitely just these first six. I'm like, I want to, I want to keep reading. <laughs> so, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, yeah, they're really good. Yeah. 
yeah I and Afro, so great it's, it's, a, it's a huge favorite of my wife's and she's uh we're actually uh and you guys are both cosplayers but i i've dabbled for years with getting involved with uh the 501st because i have mm -hmm. a lot of friends who do it we do a lot of cosplay with the star trek stuff but we've turned a more serious eye to to potentially getting involved in 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 building costumes and submitting and getting approved and doing events with them from time to time um and dr afra is my wife's uh my, my wife's choice she had a base costume a while ago. Uh, my wife lost 100 pounds because she had bariatric surgery, so we got to start all over again. Um, but I did invest uh, in, I, I have a great uh, leather gun belt that was Luke's belt from The Empire Strikes Back, which was not inexpensive. I bought an Afro belt for April, same vendor, also real leather, also really worthwhile and, and quality um so that you know and i have uh you know so i was looking at you know I, i'm gonna do a krennic because the hair helps you know what i mean so and i have a base of that costume but um afra was a runaway character uh right away got very popular and then spun off into her own series which i think i started I started maybe in 2016 or 2017 um and it stopped and had a second it, it, it stopped uh ran a volume one stopped came back again i think volume two is ending sometime early in 2024 but i'm sure the character will still be around but uh i've heard her described by alex over on star wars explain my favorite explanation is she is a morally bankrupt indiana jones that's the best way to describe her character because yeah she, she's in it for the money where you know indiana jones is too if you ever follow it he's like you know even at the very beginning of that movie he's you know talking to marcus he's like these are good pieces marcus he's like yeah we'll buy them as always he's getting paid he's going out grave robbing and getting money but he's not a dick about it and that's what's a little different about afra um <laughs> but nothing is more exciting than afra than her friggin counterparts her her side men her companions on this journey the the friggin murder bots and they're, they're back there on our on my star wars shelf i have one shelf that's just bounty hunters and ne'er-do-wells it's this uh, second from the bottom directly behind me and i do have afra and the murder bots on there and they're fantastic i think uh, uh b I, and i always get them mixed up bt is the astromech unit with all the guns and stuff and triple zero mm -hmm. is a protocol droid with knives for hands and stuff and he talks about how excited he is to torture people and he's just he's programmed to kill original characters some of the best that i think that we've had certainly in in published works uh in the last 10 years i love the murder bots and unfortunately their stories kind of wind and way and they you know they're, they're not still together because they get separated and all these you know different storylines and stuff i don't remember all of it but during that core time we had afra the murder bots black Kersantan was introduced in the comics at the, right around this time mm -hmm. um so it, it was just it was a golden age there were some stories that weren't great uh like they had an all lightsabers issue like issue seven or eight of the the star wars comic where everybody had a lightsaber for a minute and even han and leia were doing lightsaber battles and you're like oh okay or chewy had a lightsaber it's like just knock it off it, it didn't work all the time and, and it's not like absolutely everything in this works all the time um but there are bits of it that that, that i think they really nail and afra and the murder bots she, that's the chef's kiss for me i that's my very my very favorite part yeah i for me, I like going into this, you think kind of that if I had to fill in a time in between movies, it would be more in between Empire and Jedi. So placing this in between, uh, you, you know, like the A New Hope and an Empire is like, I don't I don't know. Like, do, do we really need to, to learn 
what happened there. And it feels like, you know, Charlie, you always kind of make that joke about like eventually in star Wars, we'll find out what like the guy in the corner of the cantina had for breakfast, like the Tuesday before they saw <laughs> yeah, exactly. one and Luke walk in. Right. Like it, it right. felt kind of like that, but like picking this up and going through it, it was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This might be worth telling. I, I see kind of what they're doing here. They're filling in those gaps. How did Vader learn that Luke was his son? Because he right. he just drops that on Luke, but like you'd think, realistically, if you think about it, like Vader couldn't have known that he had a son alive, especially not with the same last name. Right. That you know, like, like he would have been there, obviously, and just been like, okay, I guess you're my son now. You know, like it would have happened long ago. So like they had to explain that of like he. And they did it beautifully. And it was some of my favorite panels in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they did it so beautifully of him remembering Padme and, and her yeah. telling him about, uh, you know, being pregnant and that kind of stuff. And prevents him from realizing that it's twins at that time. Right. He never found that out until quite later. But realizes that, you know, his son's still alive. And it was like that that aspect of the story. It's like, Oh man, I never realized that they had to fill that in before. And I love that they did. And then you get all the other stuff of like seeing how bad Pal- Palpatine is seeing like, even though he had another death star being yeah. constructed, like he's still very pissed and he's still very Palpatine. And we don't really get that in the movies. We don't really you do, you see. Do, you do of course, in that great robot chicken sketch, which is one of my favorites where he's, you've been flying around for two weeks trying to get the signal, a bunch of pissed <laughs> off, bunch of pissed off teenagers blew up, blew up my death star. You got an ATM in that uh, chest pack light, bright. Yeah, that yeah, light yeah. right on your chest. Oh, uh, it's good. That was an good. ATM that was and that torso light right in yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your feet must smell like feet. Oh, uh, <laughs> leathery <laughs> burnt bacon. Like, yeah, feet <laughs> leathery burnt bacon. <laughs> and then I threw the Senate at him. He's telling the story to a couple of his buddies, and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the best. I have that uh, a whole. I have that a whole monologue. <laughs> I know it's a good one. Oh, uh, and then he hangs on the phone. He's like, I, I, I love you too. Click. I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Good stuff. Um, yeah, we should I just love... do an entire, um, you know, podcast. We just should. Have episode. We should. We should. We should. We should. from Family Guy. Like, we oh, all those man. Little, like, I've actually been on I did somebody else's podcast years ago where it was a blue harvest breakdown so yeah I've I have experienced that's a great idea in addition to doing this kind of stuff let's let's jump on that alternate alternate save that for after bad batch for sure yes indeed I love that um so yeah I I really enjoyed and they could have just done that part of the story they could have just had Vader even some of like hey Vader you're not safe we've got some replacements which I did love but right. like Afra stole the show. The murder bot stole the show. If you can have a, an astromech that makes Chopper look like Mr. Freaking Rogers. Like, yeah, right. Yeah, let's go. I mean, he's got um, rocket launchers and big guns and shit. It looks, it's like the most violently American of all like droids you could possibly have. Yeah. Nothing but guns. Ted Nugent should be standing behind him. I mean, it's just, it's bad. It is. It's so violently. He's the most violently American Star Wars character they've ever made. Oh, so so many guns. Triple zero, just the polar opposite of C three PO. Like he looks pretty much like C three PO, but then everything that comes out of his mouth is a nightmare fuel. Right, and C three PO is so like. I was, I was, I was, 
I'm going to enjoy torturing you today. And then he comes out later, he's talking to Vader. He's like, well, I've got good news and I've got bad news. And he says, the, the good news is I got some information. And he's like, well, then you can kill him. Well, then I've got really great news because he is yeah. already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But also I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's, it's creepy as hell. I love it. Um, any any favorite like specific character moments stick out for you guys in this? Like, I think we all agree that those are like our favorite characters ish, but any, any like specific moments, whether it's new or established characters, like a, a moment with Vader, anything that, that stood out to you guys is like, damn, that's cool. You know, Vader, because we spend the first like five pages with Vader being in Jabba's palace and Jabba, Jabba being all confident and shit. And then Vader's just like, I, I will it just choking him out a little bit. But just, you know, it, it's funny he didn't just finish the job because, again, this is a, a creature, Jabba, who owned him when he was a child. Yeah. Uh, so you think he would have just been like you know, kind of finish the job, but you know what? No Jabba obviously serves a purpose. That's why he's kept around for as long as, as he was. So that was pretty cool to see him, you know, and like, Hey, back up and stand over the stand over the, he's wanting to push the button to stand over the pit. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes. that, that, that was, that was pretty great. Um, and then, you, you know, your, your ending visual of, uh, Fett drops the knowledge on him, gives the, him the Skywalker name. And then, like you said, he's having all these, you know vietnam flashbacks of padme and stuff and then his anger just caused him to not all the way crack the you know durasteel that makes the windows uh in front of him that it's all spider webbed and he said he will be mine which okay cool. all right cool. take, take take it easy there first date we don't need to hear about your wicked <laughs> plans oh but yeah that was that was great and again comics are great like that because you read that and you're like oh i gotta get on to the next one and then you you buy the next issue or you buy the next trade or you get a subscription and that you know that's just like just like a TV show, that's how they get you, you know, hanging around during the commercials uh, so that they can make yeah. money off you. So yeah. um, I, I'm bummed out because I follow Marvel Unlimited, which is like $100 a year, It's it, which is super cheap. Uh, comparatively, if you even if you read a handful of comics, it's paid for itself because comics now are five bucks a drop. And I hate to say, like, I'm almost 50 years old and, man, they were 75 cents when I was a kid. My first, my first issue of Star Wars, my first comic I ever had was the old Marvel Star Wars. It was issue 65, which I have framed in my house, and the cover price was 60 cents. And bread was a nickel and gas was 25 cents. I'm just, I'm sorry, you know what? I'm going to walk up the hill both ways yeah, to, yeah, to both school. In a snowstorm. In the snow, over the frozen ice, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so I was like, so, but Marvel Unlimited is always three months behind, so I read their most recent issue of the regular Star Wars title, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll slide into, maybe I'll just subscribe to it and I'll just stay current. And then I look, and yeah, it's five bucks an issue. I'm like... No, I'm not doing it. And the digital <laughs> digital comics are no cheaper than print comics, even yeah, though there's no labor involved in transport and blah blah blah. All right, I'm going to stop bitching. I sound like Todd. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to knock it off. <laughs> uh, Jedi Mama, any mm -hmm. favorite specific like scene moment? Anything like um, that that sticks yeah, no, out to I you? Think, like we already mentioned, like the flashbacks. Um, those are my favorite. I I took screenshots of those. I just love. I love the artwork in all of this, um, but those just the like the, the way that the likeness was captured of Anakin and Padme and then just how they weaved it into like how Vader's feeling in that moment. And then just like you could really feel like what 
was being, you know, what he's feeling. And I just, I love that. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, you know, how I feel about Anakin and Padme. So I'm like, <laughs> those are my favorite parts. I'm yeah. having feelings. <laughs> I totally understand. I got kind of kind of going off of that actually like one of the things that both of you just kind of mentioned is like feeling what vader's feeling and and seeing the parts of anakin but i love the evolution of that and charlie you brought up a great thing of why didn't he just kill jabba and i think vader at that point is still respecting the emperor he's mm-hmm. still listen you know the emperor right. he needs the crime bosses they don't have the death star anymore how are we going to control right. this we or the senate, like the senate was Im- yeah important to keep things in check right yeah. like and, and that like there's there's still this this kind of like respect there of like i probably shouldn't kill this guy he's a crime boss he's loyal to us yeah you know i'll i'll let him live i'll choke him a little bit i'll pretend i'm gonna step on his stupid trap in the floor but yeah. like by the end of it you see full Vader of like, he's going to be mine. The emperor thinks he can replace me. I'm going to replace the emperor and Luke's right. going to be my apprentice. And Screw it just, this, I'm it lighting just, the whole thing on fire. It sets everything in motion that it does take yeah. chronologically another almost five years. Uh, and even at the very last moment, I mean, that's the suspense at the end of return of the Jedi as Palpatine sitting there zapping the shit out of Luke and Vader's like sitting there picking his nose looking at palpatine looking at luke looking at palpatine looking and before the special editions came back and he goes no he, he just didn't do anything he just if you ever watched the original cut he just picks palpy up and walks him over and then throws him doesn't say a damn thing because his internal monologue is like well this guy killed my wife and separated me from my children and then lied to me about it and then all this other bad shit that he's done to me in the last 25 years I think I'm going to throw him down the fucking elevator shaft. What do you guys think about that? You like yeah. it? Okay, good. We're doing. And he's now he's trying to nuke my kid while he just came right out and said he's using my kid to replace me. So I'm just shit on his shoe. Um, okay. So the, he's the absolute worst. So it just yeah. that was the just the nail with Vader. But but this really illustrates and and really things that come before this in you know in comics and his appearances you see uh, him and other things just prove that you know it was just. It's a super abusive relationship and it just Palpatine is the he's the he's the you know the, the reminds me of my ex-wife just keeps beating down on me and beating down on me until you crack and then you gotta go kill some younglings okay I didn't do that but Jesus you, you, you well. get the, yeah I know we're, we're un, unraveling a lot of trauma here sorry about that but no it's just an extremely abusive relationship and this was you know like the spider cracks in the in the the windshield of his uh star destroyer his his brain is starting to break a little bit. I think that that I mean I guess that's also kind of like just seeing it from that point of view kind of makes him more it it humanizes him mm-hmm. and you kind of mm-hmm. feel you know you feel for him in a way um even though you know he's not the best guy he's obviously yeah conflicted, but you know dead be dead think about, think about that, like- it shows him again standing yeah. over the 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 burning husk right. bodies of a bunch of Tuscan raiders like. Right. He did that as Anakin. He apparently went back and did it just for fun on Tatooine because he's like, hey, after an excellent he, panel. Here's a thing of, I enjoy. Uh, Killing yeah, the and, he, and he's and just I'm there here. to meet with yeah. Boba Fett and Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah. And he's yeah, going to be here again. I'll go do it. The wind, <laughs> yeah. And he's it just looking great. It's like and saying, it's I, I, you know, like, I stopped it hot now and then I killed some Tuscan Raiders and then I got this meeting I had to get to. You know, it was, uh, it was maybe that's I mean, maybe I have a soft spot for bad boys. I don't know, but 
All he needs is a leather jacket instead of the cape, and you it would be all over for you. I just get the feeling. Uh, and it, but it is it, it does humanize him so much, and you start to feel yeah. and you and like because I read this a couple of times, and it was like, oh man, yeah, you're really starting to see. And I, I just mentioned it before, like you start to realize and remember that it's Anakin underneath all this, right? You know, yeah. armor and everything else. And then you see, but you're like, oh, the lovable scamp just wanted to kill some sand people. That's fine. This thing, you know, who's it really hurting? Um, well, it's hurting the sand people. But anyway, we didn't like them anyway. Yeah. We didn't um, like them until the book of Boba Fett, where you're like, all right, they're okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly. Um, it was just funny because Boba Fett's like, you know, like I said, just in, in a very close by panel with uh, the black or satin thing. Uh, right. And I did want to mention uh, or, or ask you guys um, to kind of start to wrap this up. Um, how did you feel about Boba Fett being tied into Luke's reveal? Did, did, did that seem organic? Did it seem a little forced of like, what can we do with Boba Fett? He's great and people like him. Or like, do you think that that established Boba Fett as like, you're the one that I'm going to hire for this stuff? Like why right. in Empire does he trust oh, Boba Fett? And he knows him. Obviously he's worked with him before. He points him out and says no disintegrations. He knows what Boba's like. Boba's you're like right. Right. How do you guys feel about the Boba Fett thing? Like he's worked with him before. Um, yeah. Where, where, did, did it feel forced to you guys or were you just like, hey, you know what? Everyone knows everyone in Star Wars. Sure. Why not? Uh, in the whole galaxy. <laughs> you, you know, I, I will simply say because that there was an issue, issue seven that where Luke is, he's back in Obi-Wan's hut and that's where uh boba finds him and they have a fight and i think luke gets blinded or something like temporarily blinded so that that it was organic in that way in that it did tie in to something that was happening at the same time of the other title um but i see where you're coming from this is starting maybe it's not starting starting because you know anakin and boba have already met under not the best circumstances back on geonosis you know mm -hmm. hey one of my guys chopped your dad's head off you know but hey you know what we're all adults here let's just you know you can make some money let me, let me help you out um so yeah it kind of fit but you're kind of right it does play into that lay motif that everybody in star wars knows everybody and there's only three women in the universe and they all hate each other there was another bit from family guy i don't know who that girl is but i hate her <laughs> Um, so in that way it fit, but you're right. It's also massively overly convenient, but again, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's comics and comics and, uh, you know, movies like this are very much the same is that you, you've got to, you've got to play on the familiar. You got to fan service it a little bit to draw people in and have them go, Ooh, you know what I mean? So it's, it's that kind of deal. I'd say. Yeah. He's such a recognizable character. So I'm like, it would be, it would like, who else would have done it? You know, like, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of just almost like iconic for it to be him um but yeah and i i liked how it was just one word skywalker and then yeah you know you just really feel that moment um, and then boba was like and i and, and now i have to go would you he's like uh he's like lords of camino would you look at the time i gotta go <laughs> yeah. yeah and i mean we we know of boba fett because he's ranked as one of the top bounty hunters in the galaxy. You know, right. we know him for a reason. So of course, Darth Vader would use him. Of course he's known and useful and that kind of stuff. So like you could say, Oh, it's convenient, whatever. He's a popular character. So he's shoehorned in there. But like, 
I just, it makes more sense of why Vader would work with someone like that would, you know, he has inquisitors, he has his own little you right. know, people that he could do, but like he trusts this guy's reputation as, as a badass who can find stuff and get people and do the things that he needs him to do. So like, yeah, it makes sense that it's Boba. Um, I mentioned it before. I love this panel of like Boba Fett and Black Crescenton, Vader's cape blowing Ooh, I've in got, the wind. I, I have it uh, as the uh, as the the uh, as the lock screen on my tablet right now. If I can, I don't know if I can hold this up. If you can see it. Oh, here they are. Nice. Yeah, they're very cool. Yes, there you go. Amazing. I um, have. Hold on. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh and, and now and and now it's on. It's on. Okay, so randomly i have a um, that is awesome i didn't even know he had he had merch did you make that or did you get that somewhere i made it oh i love oh no you didn't loungefly it's like a limited edition loungefly it's limited edition it's very exclusive yeah very very you know top notch my brother-in-law got it for me and it's like a comic-con oh that's yeah, awesome. so I was like, it's very random though, because I was like, you know, but then to see him in here, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I've only yeah. seen him in Boba Fett. So yeah, yeah. this th- this is where he got his start was this, and right around this time, very this cool. and the other the other comic, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so to finish off, the final thing I want to ask you guys, and and this is something we've never had before because we've never covered comics in this way. What's your favorite piece of art? favorite panel or like one frame or something like charlie was is that yours like it's it's literally uh, your lock screen right now like, yeah I, 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 I would go for it because they're, they're a great pair they're they are the the other side of the coin of uh han and chewbacca you know mm-hmm. if you think about it because yeah han's a badass boba's a badass and then chewy is like oh we love chewy uh and then black chrysanthemum is like he's wicked and it's funny to see the two of them as pals were in the book of Boba Fett when Chris Hanton gets hired, he beats the shit out of him, you know, because, Hey, it's just, it's, it's, it's a job. It's a job. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. It's just a job you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to try. I pulled, I have a screenshot of one, but it was the, uh, I feel like I keep on referencing <laughs> the same stuff, but the Anakin and Padme, I just love this one. I have also on here. Um, this one in particular, that's the one I love the most. Oh, that's oh, yeah. that that that's wonderful. With her with her <laughs> Leia buns. I love it. Yeah, it's very cute. Shows you that hair is genetic hairstyling is genetic. It's it's nature, <laughs> not nurture. <laughs> they uh they did such a great job of of portraying the feelings and Vader's slash Anakin's inner memories and inner monologue and stuff yeah. with very few words in very few those like two pages of that it are just mm-hmm perfect and i screenshotted those as some of my favorite as well and then yeah. you, you see the fist go and yeah the single cracks and i think my favorite one is the one that this all ends on is mm-hmm. the big cracked pain yep no i'm looking right at it destroyers and stuff and it will all be mine um mm. with oh Vader yes just like it will be mine like like um, wayne's world <laughs> and the guitar I love it <clears throat> so good um yeah. so yeah yeah, such great episodes if, or, or issues. If you haven't, if you're listening and you haven't checked them out, um, you know, definitely, definitely go look them up somewhere. Um, these, these were in my comicsology library that I, I think I got from free from like a Prime Day or something like that. Probably, so like, yeah. These They've are been fl- out. 
Yeah, because again, these have been around since 2015, but you know, I may have, because Marvel used to just come with the digital code and it was easy because you would get it and just plug it in. And now it's this very convoluted process, which is why I don't do print comics anymore. But if you if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited, which is like six bucks a month, um, there are thousands of titles that you can borrow. This is one of them. Um, but when Comixology merged with marvel unlimited all of everything you've ever purchased that was marvel ended up over there so you can also access it that way and i highly recommend marvel unlimited as a service anyway it's it's between 70 and 100 dollars a year the 100 dollars a year gets you some extra goodie you, you get a, a goodie box every year that has an exclusive figure and all this different stuff but with with comics costing five bucks each and there are thirty thousand marvel comics there um, you, you only have to read a handful and it's paid for itself. Mm -hmm. um, and they have everything current uh, past three months old. So I'm just, I'm waiting for the next issue of Star Wars to come along. But they've got all the crossovers, you know, because they do a ton of crossovers, uh, Dark Droids, and the, they did a whole thing of, you know, comics for the Return of the Jedi special issue. They did a whole Age of the Rebellion one. So it's just, there's a, there are an absolute ton of Marvel Star Wars comics. And, you know, like any comic series, some are great, <clears throat> some are in the middle, and some are, are obnoxious. Um, but hey, it, you go ahead and read some and read some and figure it out for yourself. So, um, sure. but it's, but it's all there to be found. And as always, uh, you know, visit, consider if, if you like print comics, you like, you know, book, visit your local comic shop. They're a small business. I love small business. I was raised on a small business. Um, so I highly support going down to your local shop. If you like doing it like that, don't buy it off Amazon, go spend an extra couple of bucks and at your local comic shop if you can. So I have plug, one plug, like plug. five minutes from here. I love to go in there. <laughs> I know I have I have dangerous, though. <laughs> the shop the shop that I grew up going to the guy sold uh, to a couple that's about the same age as April and I and we've become friends and I love going in there I've got another shop that uh, uh, husband and wife bought it about five or six years ago and we love going in there too so you know for us a, a small town we're a very medium sized town we have a couple of really great comic shops so I just I love that so plug 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 I'll keep plugging the comic shops whenever I can absolutely. Awesome. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much mm -hmm. for joining us. Yeah, this has Thanks been a very fun conversation, a very different one. Uh, Charlie's yeah. used to comics; I am totally not. So it was good to have another like comic novice uh, join us and give some uh, some impressions. As uh, you, you got, you uh, guys did did great as comic novice. I am very <laughs> impressed. Perfect. Very impressed. Uh, yes. It, Go ahead, please. Oh, yeah, sure. oh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, please, uh, please share where people can follow you and uh, and keep up with all the stuff you do. Who, me? Oh. Yes, you. <laughs> Who, me? Yes, you do, 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 do. You know me. I'm Jedi Mama on there on so Instagram, and I don't really mess with TikTok as much anymore, but yeah, mm -hmm. just see me Instagram. That's it. I only got, only, you know, only have so much time in the day for <laughs> all these apps. Yeah, so that's it. Awesome. awesome. Very good. Mark, Mark, what about you? Uh, you can find me. I just changed everything up, so I separated my video game and my Star Wars stuff, so you can find me on Instagram and sometimes TikTok, but it's mostly just the same stuff from Instagram, minus the photos. Um, so Instagram is definitely the, the main spot for me as well, but that's uh, Canardian underscore Jedi. Nice. 
Nice. And I uh, I do dabble a little bit. My, my Instagram is not interesting, but I mostly look at you guys because you guys do fun stuff and I really don't. Uh, but I am C3 Carpenter there, which is my Facebook name. That is not my real name, but you know what? It's good to have a pseudonym. Um, I'm also very active on our Secret Friends Discord. If you're not a part of that, please join in. We have fun conversations about all this kinds of stuff all the time. Um, but the main way I keep myself busy is my wife April and I do run the USS Grand Petoskey. We're one of the bigger chapters of the International Star Trek Fan Club in the world. We're based here in West Michigan. I do have the privilege of running Region 13 for SFI, which is Michigan and Eastern Canada. Uh, if you're a trekker within the sound of my voice and you would like to learn more about SFI as an organization, sfi.org is the website. Also, ussgrandpetoskey.com. Drop us a note and I'll be happy to hook you up with trekkers where you live, no matter where that is. So uh, that's it for us, friends. Thanks for joining. I'm going to tell you, as always, that sharing is caring. <laughs> and to keep on trucking. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. <laughs>